Hello and welcome to another episode of The Remake Mistake, brought to you by WolfbaneBlooms.com. In this podcast, we're going to take a look at an original horror movie as well as its remake in an effort to answer two questions. First, does the remake stand up to the original? And second, should it have been remade at all? Or was this remake a mistake? Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf bane blooms. And the autumn moon is bright. I forgot the first rule of remakes, Jill. Don't fuck with the original. All right, this month on The Remake Mistake, we're going to be taking a look at The House on Sorority Row from 1983 and its remake, Sorority Row from 2009. I am Eric, and with me as always is Mike. Hello. How you doing, Mike? A little sick, but... A little under the weather. A little over the weather. <laughs> you got your tea, though. Got my tea you got and my water. got your cold water. Yep. Yeah, you're ready. Mm-hmm. It'll be light there sipping sounds. That wasn't light. Hopefully there'll be lighter sipping sounds. You won't even know. <laughs> um, all right. So the House on Sorority Row. Are you feeling, were you feeling um, nostalgic for your college days after having watched oh, these movies? Oh, it was movies? like a mirror. Yeah. It was I like mean, home videos yeah, for you. Was, yeah. Yeah. Wild parties, topless chicks, yeah. keg stands. Yep. That sounds all right. Uh-huh. Murder. Right. So much murder. <laughs> murder. <laughs> Lots of murder. Old ladies and canes. Yeah. Carrie Fisher. Right. It's all coming back. It's a flood of memories. Yeah. Positive memories. For a while, I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> How did they get all this footage of me? <laughs> I didn't sign off on this. <laughs> um, yeah, it was so wildly, drastically different from the, the college experience. Well, the 83 is more so what we had. <laughs> yeah, we were back in time, 20 years. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there was a party. We never went to a party, but no. we wouldn't be caught dead at one. No. Or alive, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's it for us. Uh, <laughs> you hadn't seen either of these movies? No, I I heard good things, surprisingly, about both. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I had honestly, um, I'm not sure I knew that either of these movies existed before we did this episode. It was a blip on my radar when it, the remake came out in 2009. Sure. I mean, we were, yeah, we were in the movie going public at that point. Yeah, well. Obviously. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember it at all, and I certainly, um, you know, the house, the original house in Sorority Row. You don't hear about it like in lists of like no, people you know most iconic it. '80s movies or whatever. Although Tarantino likes it, mm. it was chosen for some festival he had, like the first movie shown. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's '83, uh, and I it felt older than that to me it felt like a a 70s 70s. absolutely i don't know if that was intentional or budgetary no yeah it didn't feel 80s in the slightest no it's very strange to think about that coming out a year before nightmare on elm street it didn't have like an 80s montage either no did it i don't think so no no it did it it felt a lot like black christmas to me although the time it it did feel like the 80s was when that the band band, was playing the worst fucking band of all time i feel like i've seen worse in these movies but he was bad it was brutal they were bad it was a local band some like new new wave electronica band could have been worse should have been worse it was just it was bad long sequences um 50 on rotten tomatoes for the beginning pretty middle of the road Mm. coming in an hour and a half written and directed by mark rosman mark rosman who uh you know hasn't done much else no 
All right. <laughs> it's a good lead-in to yeah. this movie. I mean, we sound jazzed, which is cool. I've never sound jazzed in my life. Oh. Well, shall we begin? Sure. June 19th, 1961. My anniversary. Is it? June 19th is. Oh, yeah. Um, dark and stormy night and uh, lady, Mrs. Slater, Mrs. Slater, as we find out, uh, gives birth and loses the baby. Yeah, we see some bush in that, too. Yeah. That was very unsettling. <laughs> yeah, like almost right out of the gate. Because it wasn't like the parts of the body we were seeing, there shouldn't have been visible. <laughs> it was a nice side shot he, yeah. across the body. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the credits. So the house, the title, just House on Sorority Row. Who is the father? I don't know if that's, that's never... explained. No, that seems like a a big missing element. I guess it's not important. Maybe yeah. he's the devil. Mm. Oh, spoiler alert. Um, the biggest trick the devil ever played was get Miss Slater pregnant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. Um, so now we're in present day, which doesn't get a date, I don't think. Um, and it's, it's after graduation. The sorority house is packing up for the summer. Everyone's getting ready to go home, mm-hmm. uh, except for seven of the girls decide they're going to stay behind and uh, have a party, set up for a party. Graduation party, yeah. Graduation party. Graduation. Um, Mrs. Slater, the lady from the beginning, now an uh, old house mom, very strict, gets real mad when she finds the girls and... Kicks him out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she goes into the attic and uh, conveniently handles a lot of objects, uh, yeah. including um, a jack-in-the-box and a ball and then a mirror. Yeah, and she sits in a rocking chair, and it yeah. felt the most like Black Christmas to me at well, this point. Well, sure. She's in the attic in a rocking chair. Yeah, yeah. by a window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, she's up there, and then she hears the the distinct sounds of sex being made below her. Yeah. So she goes down and uh, cool sounds of sex. Yeah, <laughs> you're listening too. Yeah. Uh, she has she takes this obnoxious cane. What is it like a bird or something? It's a bird. It's a bird, very pointy, very sharp, like a sparrow. I don't know if we can say it was a sparrow. Like a sparrow. All right. <laughs> so she <laughs> takes the sparrow cane and. Just uh, busts into the room and rips open the waterbed yeah. that this young couple is 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 doing things on. Mm-hmm. So you got to pay attention to every stupid element that they've shown across the screen. It's all going to come back to play. Yeah, it's all been very very obviously setting up. Um, At least we can't say that things came out of the blue and didn't make sense. That's true. So gotta give it respect for that. Um, so the girls then, the seven girls, decide that they're going to they're gonna get revenge on her and set up the party anyway. Well, yeah. Not all of them willingly, but... Yeah. yeah. So they decide they're going to... The big prank they're going to throw is they're going to take her cane uh, and put it in the pool. Yeah, the cane she doesn't really need to use, no, but... she just uses it for killing. Yeah, well, not yet. <laughs> she hasn't killed anybody. And spoiler alert, she doesn't kill anybody. Oh. Well, then what does she use it for? Walking? I don't know. Decoration? Oh. Mm. It's an accessory. Yeah. They The pool's dirty. That's all you need to know. So they put the cane. They're floating it in the dirty pool. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I'm not going to go get it. What are you, crazy? But then the stupid girl uh, has a gun. Yeah. And so she's like, go in the pool and get the cane. Yeah, she got from her boyfriend. 
Mm-hmm. So the the whole prank, then they shoot her, but it was blanks. They were just messing with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's mad, obviously. So she gets out of the pool and just bashes the, the girl with the cane. Yeah. Causing her to fire the gun again mm-hmm. a third time, which I guess was a bullet that time. It was an accidental shot, though. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that made no sense to me why there was an actual bullet so in it. So they put like two blanks and then three bullets in the gun? I don't know. Unless the bullet was just left in there and she doesn't know what the inside of a gun looks like? Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand how a real bullet would be in the gun. This was something while watching I thought, that doesn't make sense, but I quickly let it go by. Yeah, I wrote in my notes, she shoots her for real? Question mark. It's also important to note, not really, but I thought it was important at the time that not everyone even knew about this prank. Yeah, right, right. Few girls weren't in on it. They no, thought she only was two dead of the them first were. time. Yeah. Um, so they wrap her up in a in a blanket, and they're like, "We'll just sink her to the bottom of the pool for safekeeping, and come back." Because they later. have that important party that night. Right. They don't have time. And the girls are like, "Don't bodies float?" And the other ones are like, "I don't know, no." Which, Which is I great. Didn't realize until this moment that there's that nice callback in the the remake with the about pool. bodies floating. Oh. There was a couple nice callbacks, I thought. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's yeah. that's a huge point in that movie. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so then they just throw the party, like you said, and there's a, a terrible, terrible band there, and they just keep playing the whole time. Were there strobe lights during a scene with the party? I feel like there were strobe lights. I think I might. you might have just blacked out for a bit. Mm, that seems right. <laughs> the, the music was so upsetting yeah. that you just blacked out, started convulsing. That sounds about right. Yeah. Well, I, thought, I thought so. Um, so now we take the like, oh, we don't know who the killer is approach. They just show somebody wet who has a cane, who has the cane. Yeah. Except they get out and they have the blanket and they wring it dry yeah. and all this stuff. So you're supposed to think it's Slater the whole time. Obviously. You're supposed to. So right when, right when she gets out of the pool, the killer gets out of the pool, whomever, um, just goes up and stabs a kid in the throat. Yeah, <laughs> just, a kid who's just walking around. Minding his own business. Well, I don't know what he was doing. She like just like up through his throat. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, the chin, the chinny chin chin. Um so the girls' names in these movies, I feel like it's gonna be a disaster no matter what we try to do. Well but in this anyone one anyone who's listened to us yeah, knows well, that that's I know. no no surprise. The protagonist in this movie is Katie, which is important. Mm-hmm. Like so she gets set up on a blind date at the party, which kind of comes and goes through the rest of the movie. Um, yeah. But they, they're out by the pool again, and they, the pool lights are on, and they're like, man, this is going to be a giveaway that the body's in there. You're going to be able to see the body. You're going to see the body in the pool. Okay. So they send one of the other girls down to the basement to say, hey, pull the fuse out. Brilliant. What a great plan. It's not a bad plan. Why wouldn't they just turn the lights off? Because somebody, some drunk guy could turn it back on. Wow. Or girl. Really thinking ahead. Very progressive of you, Mike. Thank you. Um, so she's in the basement taking the fuse out. And the ball from the attic, if you'll remember the ball she was fondling in the attic, oh. rolls over to her, and like like E.T. style. And she gets cane-stabbed. Cane E.T. style. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in the movie. Yeah. Right. When Elliot stabbed that policeman to death. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is where we meet the sea pig, right? Mm-hmm. There's some beefy boys in the pool. Well, only one beefy b- boy. Beefy boy. I don't know why I couldn't say that. <laughs> Maybe because my mind said, you don't want to say that. Please don't say beefy boy. 
Yeah, <laughs> just three guys in their underpants. Oh, yeah. Tidy whities. One of them calls himself the sea pig. And then he jumps in and becomes the sea pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Anyway, sea pig makes it. Does yeah. sea pig make it? I don't remember. I don't think he gets it. Man, if I was writing this movie, I would have killed that sea pig so hard. Sure. You'd have to. Yeah, why not? Um, he's the smoking gun yeah so the girls run over to chastise the sea pig mm-hmm. um, but then the body's not in the pool anyway yeah so they got a master plan that they're gonna go pack up her Slater's room mm-hmm. um, to make it look like she left I yeah. guess while, they're, while one of the girls is in the closet packing it up the attic door above her opens and Slater's dead body Wrapped falls on her blanket falls, yeah. Yeah. knocks her out yeah um, so she's like, well, I'm done with this. She goes back to her room <laughs> and uh, finds the jack-in-the-box, also from the attic. Yes. Chilling on the patio so outside of the room. Garfield poster. Oh, yeah, the Garfield poster. What did it say? It was just a poster of Garfield. Like a real like a real long shot on it, though. Yeah, like it well, was just her face and the Garfield poster. Yeah, together at last. <laughs> yeah, for like a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that damn cat, you know? Yeah. That damn cat. Um... So she goes out to get the, the jack-in-the-box and gets Kane stabbed right through the gut, mm-hmm. like through the curtain from inside the apartment. Yeah. Um, so Katie, now our lead, our, our heroine, mm-hmm. she goes, uh, finds the jack-in-the-box, goes up to the attic and sees a card that says, uh, to Eric from Mother. Yeah. So it could be, for, it could be to me, is my point. And then she finds this large jester doll, which like scares the shit out of her because it's a terrifying yeah, doll. No one should ever have that. Like it's just this monstrous, evil jester. Or is it? Whoa, dude! No, it is. Or is it? <laughs> because we find out at the end where well, there's that shot of him just standing there as the doll. I know. So maybe that's him <laughs> then too. Yeah, it was for sure, right? Yeah, it had to be. I know. I was leading up to it. Um, so <laughs> listen, I'm putting a lot of this stuff together now for the first time. So Katie's blind date, uh, shows up in the attic while she's up there mm-hmm. and he's being weird about it. Like yeah. he's being real weird. Um, there's not as many red herrings in this movie as you would expect for an eighties movie. Yeah, of, that's fair. Kind of a whodunit. Yeah. I mean, maybe there are, and they're just so badly done that we don't we don't we're pick not, up on that. Yeah, we're not even getting that. I mean, because at the end we find out, oh, the big reveal is that she had a son, Mrs. Right. Slater. The so son didn't die. Yeah, it's none of these characters. I immediately from the beginning thought that it was always intended to be known it was him. Mm. Guess I was wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, the way that they set it up with, like, the flashback of her losing the kid and then, like... Well, it's not even losing the kid. It's just... He's gone. She's, she wakes up from the troubled labor and says... You know, where is he? Where's, whatever, where's yeah. my child? And the doctor just shakes his head. And that's it. Yeah. But they they make weird references to it like that. Like, oh, you know. Yeah, but then the next scene, she or a few scenes later, she goes to the hospital and the doctor says, and they have a weird argument. Yeah. And then the doctor is <laughs> recording things about someone's brain yeah. deteriorating. So it's like. like yeah, it's, it's a son. Right. He's nuts. Yeah. His brain's deteriorating. And he's killing everybody. Yeah. 
Why not? Why wouldn't he be? Well, sure. I would. I, I expect you to. All the creepy toys in the attic and everything. It's yeah. like, it's all pointing to that. The only thing that surprised me was I thought that he was living, that the son was living in like a mental hospital or something. Yeah. But he's just living in the attic. Dressed he was as a only, doll. <laughs> he was only there. Didn't they say like he only spent summers there or something? And he was in like an mm-hmm. institute the rest of the time? That's what it was. That's yeah. why she was so trying upset to get them out of the house. house. Wasn't closed yeah. in time. Because he was June, coming the, back. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. <laughs> yeah. So um, they're waiting. One of the girls is waiting in a van, and they're gonna. Br- they're they're pushing uh, Slater's body in a dumpster. Yeah. To the van, so they can ditch it, so they yeah. can get rid of it. And they hit the cops. Yeah. Well, yeah. But first, someone comes through uh, the sunroof while the girl's waiting, and and Kane stabs her to death. Yeah. Yeah, you don't remember that? <laughs> Not in the slightest. The, the girl who's waiting in the van just gets oh came, yeah oh I'm sorry yeah, yeah, to yeah. death. Yeah, I remember that. Um, she has that weird phone too, like a car phone, but it's is this like a CB radio, isn't it? I guess, but it's it's got like a a, a receiver and everything. Oh yeah, it's weird. Well, maybe it is it's a car like, phone then. Yeah, I don't know. Um. So like you said, the other girls then push a dumpster into a cop car. <laughs> it's like the stupidest thing. Yeah. Were, they, were you believe they didn't see it there? No. Oh. They're just pushing it down an empty road, and then all of a sudden they hit a cop car. Yeah. What was that cop doing? I don't know. You must have watched him coming. Yeah. Um, one of the girls has blood on her dress, so they send her away. She runs into the woods so as not to be... Yeah, uh, not to look hassled. suspicious as yeah. she runs into the woods. <laughs> yeah, runs screaming from the cops. <laughs> yeah. They'll never catch me. Um, she gets attacked in the woods but escapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now, so now the girls actually know what's happening because she says somebody attacked me. Yeah. Um, she uh, grabs a kitchen knife and runs upstairs into the bathroom and just throws up about it. Yeah. So while she's in the bathroom throwing up, the... Uh, Showers and sinks start turning on, um, and she gets stabbed in the neck with a knife. Yeah, but I think it's more than stabbing. It gets your like head just cut off. Cut off? Yeah, so we see it later oh, in the later, toilet. Yeah. It's in the toilet. In the toilet. Yeah. Um, Couldn't flush it. No. Katie, the, the main lady, uh, wants to call the cops, but her unreasonably suspicious blind date is like no 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 don't do that be cool man well i uh, this was another thing that was why doesn't she just call she threatened several times throughout the movie to call the cops and never does right so i just assumed it was because she would be implicated in the the death i suppose i just it's so they're making that blind date guy seem so unbelievably suspicious I knew what was happening, so well, right. I didn't even... I mean, yeah, it's like it's, but it's not. Yeah, it's not believable. I didn't let suspicious. that affect me. Um, Maybe I like this movie so much because I didn't let it. I didn't let the movie in. You didn't. No. You just took it at face value. Just, this is what this movie's gonna you be. Appreciate it's obvious. It for what it I'm was. not gonna. I mean, that's good when you can do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I missed a lot of things. Well. Um, so Katie then finds uh, in her in Mrs. Slater's medical records the number for the doctor and mm-hmm. calls him. And uh, do we know his name? Yeah, they say it. Is it Rosenberg? We can call him Rosenberg if you'd like, because that's the name of the doctor in the remake. Sure, we'll okay. call him that. 
I don't think that's his name, but we'll call him that. Just trying to find things to connect. Rosenberg comes over and he uh, gives Katie the whole backstory that Slater was going through an experimental procedure to have a child. Uh, you know, didn't happen. It, it was weird, so they took it. They took the kid for Who, studies. Who's Rosenberg? <laughs> the doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, the doctor. Yeah. Um, so now the doctor, Dr. Rosenberg and Katie are together, mm-hmm. and they find three girls' bodies floating in the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, the o- only other two remaining girls are at the cemetery looking digging a grave. O- looking for an open grave yeah. and then digging deeper. They get in a there, bad yeah. plan. No. It, yeah, right. Because then it's going to get covered anyway. Yeah. Um, That's how I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> Bury me six feet below someone else. <laughs> right below someone else's body. Totally. Yeah. Um, so they just get killed. I mean, uh, the one girl gets her throat slit in the van with the cane, yeah. uh, and the other girl gets just bashed to death with the cane. These girls did have a little bit of personalities in these movies, but yeah, they did, especially the original more so, yeah. but it's not really that important. One's a bitch and the rest <laughs> and, the, and the other girl yeah and the, um, and the other ones they do have I, I feel like they have pretty strong stereotypes in the remake the remake yes yeah this one they felt more like actual people right yeah who weren't just like existing to be she's the alcoholic oh, of yeah. the group yeah. or yeah. She's, she's the, the bitch. slut yeah um, so Dr. Rosenberg and Katie find the bodies they go to the cemetery they yeah. reveal that the body that's been wrapped in the bag is Miss Slater the entire time yeah. which I mean we you knew it was her the entire time well they thought it was Slater and then they like they realized well I don't even know it seems like at one point they weren't sure then it was then they assumed that, the per, that it was Mrs. Slater and the person rolled up that fell out of the attic was one of the girls she killed earlier. Oh. And then it was revealed that it was... It was her. Yeah. yeah, it was her the whole time. She's been dead since the beginning. Yeah. Um, the doctor reveals that the kid, Eric, was born with abnormalities. Or Penn syndrome. Yeah, and spends, spends his summers up in the attic. And then the doctor uh, knocks her out, right? And he uses her as bait. Ties her to a chair. Yeah, he injects her with a, sed- oh, yeah. a light sedative. Is what he says. And he ties her to a chair and hides in a corner and says, hell yeah, you wait till he comes. With a gun. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Puts her right in front of the open doors to the patio. Yeah, and this is one of my favorite scenes. She's she's tied to the chair looking out the patio and she's just hallucinating. Yeah, all these, very well done. Yeah, like all these flashes of people, Mrs. Slater and the other girls, both dead and alive, like yeah. visions of the them. Kane just standing there yeah, by itself. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just like a quick little sequence. Oh, this is a good point maybe to mention that Unlike any other horror movie ever, there's a full orchestra on this one. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal soundtrack. It was great. It added so many levels to this movie. Yeah. Very professional, like massive orchestra. Like what would you say was some... Yeah, some symphony orchestra did it. Yeah, like a big one. Yeah. We're no music buffs here, so... <laughs> um, yeah, it was gorgeous, though. Philharmonic, maybe? Yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you can really... It's really on display during that scene. Yeah. I mean, they're ramping it up. Yeah. Um, the Katie's blind date shows up. Caesar tied to the chair, uh, gets tranquilized by the doctor. Yeah, because he has a gun, but it's trank gun. Yeah, we don't. It's we don't know it's him until because he's in shadows, and then he walks in and then gets shot. Yeah. Um, she makes a break for it. He, you know, is chasing after her through the house, uh, but gets cane bashed. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it gets, I think he gets like stabbed in the chin and then he pitches over the railing and yeah. falls. Falls to his death. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, she's looking over the balcony at his dead body and sees... Wasn't uh, that the doctor's dead body? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And sees Eric, the boy, the killer, mm-hmm. the man, standing over <laughs> standing over doctor's, Dr. Rosenberg's lifeless corpse. And he's got a creepy mask on about it. Yeah. I don't know why. I feel like he, cha- he changes his mask. Yeah, he had a mask on. Um, so she... Oh, yeah, she goes into the bathroom stall and sees that one girl's head in the toilet. Yeah. If it's mellow, yellow. Me- <laughs> okay. Yep. That's it for me. Yeah. <laughs> she decides she's going to go up in the attic and lure Eric to her. So she starts playing the jack in the box. Um, she's waiting for him to come up. Very with tense a, scene. She with keeps, the gun. Yeah, she keeps looking at the attic ladder. The only thing during that scene that didn't work for me was... When they showed the shot of the Jack in the Box looking down, you could see down the steps, yeah. the ladder, and like a little bit down the hall. I was like, well, obviously he's not going to come up from there. Right. Because there's no suspension. Yeah. Suspension? Suspension. Yeah, nice. suspension. Classic. Yeah. Um, so she's up and there And the whole waiting. time she's standing there next to that creepy yeah. doll to the left of her. Uh, yeah, right. And as we mentioned, spoiler alert, the fucking, the jester is the dude. Yeah. So, Very well done, though, that scene. Yeah. So he's, I mean, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. He tries to stab her. She shoots him like a million times. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, she, like, grabs a doll and pulls the head off, and there's, like, a knife inside. I think that maybe the dolls, this was another thing that made no sense to me. But yeah. I think dolls used to have like metal armature. Spike in, yeah. For in the, the head middle, to sit on. To sit, yeah. Either way, she pulls the head off, and there's, like, a plastic. spike. Things weren't plastic then sure, right. as much like old stuff yeah so So she stabs him with the doll yeah neck several times but it's not that long so yeah it's excruciating way to die yes she stabs him until he falls uh from the attic to the to the hallway below uh and she the sedative yeah gives in she finally it finally takes over and she falls asleep Mm -hmm. and then final shot of the movie eric's eyes pop open of course of course, they have to. It had an alternate ending, though. It did? Yes. Tell me about it. Uh, the cops come, and they find bodies, the bodies in the pool, and there's uh, another body in the pool that's in the the gesture costume, oh. and they roll it over, and it's Katie. Oh, so she was dead. Yeah. That's at least some closure. Yeah. There was another one, too, I don't remember, but she died in that one, too. Oh, so we're to assume that she's dead. Well, yeah, but the studio execs thought it was too sad or depressing or dark. I mean, if you think about it, yeah, she'd totally be dead. She yeah. passed out, and then he's right at the foot of the ladder. Yeah. Wide well, awake. Yeah. The only way would be if, like, he just, like, you know. If he passed out from bleeding. The pain, yeah. To death. From, <laughs> for sure. So, I don't know, man. You really liked that movie, though, huh? You thought it was red. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was smarter than the average bear. I mean, uh... <laughs> slasher yeah i liked it as a bear is a slasher i just um i can't reconcile in my mind the quality with the year i mean i just have i have a hard time saying yeah, he, that was a great movie for 1983 when nightmare on elm street came out a year later well you can't compare nightmare on elm street what could i compare it to you can't i compared it to black christmas that movie was Try how many years before it to my bloody valentine or many countless 
Right, but I don't think those movies are. Yeah, right. I don't think those movies are very good. Yeah, I'm saying it's better than those. Yeah, it's not a classic. People don't talk about it. Yeah, it's not a franchise. No, it was. I just for what it was, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was. The characters had decent motivation. It wasn't one like the remake where it's one kill to the next. Right. Everyone had a mission. It kept my interest, attention. That was well done. Yeah. I did appreciate, um, like we mentioned, like the development of the characters past these people exist solely to die. Yeah, like look at My Bloody Valentine for that. I think this is better than that. Yeah. Because there's, they're just having a party in a mine and just start dying. <laughs> yeah. At least there's like a backstory to that, though. The backstory to this one is just Yeah, just I'll give nothing. you that. The backstory is pretty yeah. crappy. A lot. I thought the acting was good, though, too. I think it was very good. I mean, the acting, the music, it it is definitely, you know, it's a well-done movie. Yeah. No matter how you look at it. Yeah. It's just like it didn't have that staying power, that uniqueness that it needed. I'd say it's a few rungs below Friday the 13th. The original? Yeah. Yeah. It's not something that you need to remember. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. If you miss it, that's fine, but I'd recommend seeing it. Just like so much of it felt like Black Christmas to me. I couldn't get over it. I still can't get over it. There are parts of it that are better than... Nothing in this movie is there for no reason. Yeah. For the most part. There's not that much fat on it. Well, yeah. It's like it's so lean that they had to straight up just tell you things. Like the whole thing with the sun. Like, oh, the abnormalities in the brain. Like, that wasn't very, like, gracefully done. Because there was no time. They were like, we have to get to this. We're just going to say it. Which is fine, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're getting straight to the point. I mean, and it wasn't like one character sitting there monologuing about it. Like we've seen in many other movies. Right. For sure. All right. Yeah. Want to talk about the remake? Yeah. You don't really want to talk about it? Well, we should. Yeah. All right. Sorority Row, 2009. It did have one thing over the oh, boy. remake, or over the original. All right, go which ahead. Which we talked about. You had big gripes with the original about this. All right. How the remake had more inventive kills. That's true. That was the thing about the original is that every death was just by cane. Mm-hmm. You were either stabbed with the cane, uh, bashed by the cane, clubbed by the cane, slit, had your throat slit by the cane. Yeah. It's a multi-tool. Well, as I mentioned, these movies, pretty much any slasher movie, there's two types. Yeah, well, one exactly. One that's about the kills or one that's about the story. Yeah, that was my problem with these Prom These are two night. different ends. Yeah, those Prom were the night. least inventive kills of all time. There was yeah. nothing. The kills were not even really the point of the thing. Yeah, the backstory was pretty crappy in those two. Yeah. But they went more for backstory than kills. Sure. So. Yeah, and that's what they did here, certainly. I think there's a way to do both, though. I feel like Friday the 13th hits that, yeah. uh, the original. The first one, right. Yet. Because each kill is unique and memorable, yeah. but it's not about the kills. Whereas, like, Halloween, there's not it's not that memorable. Right. The well, kills. Yeah, it's just... There's only a couple of them. It's just by knife, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But the backstory is one of the best ones in horror, so... Right. But when, and when you get later into Friday the 13th, it's like the movie exists solely as a vehicle. For the kills. Yeah, like how can we just get from one really cool kill to the or next? Or I'd say the best example would be A Nightmare on Elm Street. Cause yeah, now you have a for great sure. backstory and a great set of kills. That's Yeah, that switches like gears real quick too. Because like by the third one, it's just like 
Dream Warriors has a cool cool story, but I mean, damn, if that isn't just an excuse for creative kills. Yeah. Like, I oh, mean, they're dreaming, and you know, and this they're fighting back, so it's just the craziest kills. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that became. I mean, once a horror movie ends up in space. Yeah, that's kind of a that's kind of it. Which on our sister podcast, uh, Stephen mentioned to me that he shocked that Friday or not Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street never did anything in space. It is kind of surprising. Because, I mean, you go into deep sleep. Yeah. That'd be perfect for it. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. You'd be trapped there. That'd for... be something I'd be willing to see. Wow. Yeah. Write him a letter. Steven? Well, <laughs> yeah, tell him to uh, get this to the right people. I want to give him credit, but <laughs> from now on, I'll be taking credit for that idea. All right, hell yeah. Anyways... Uh, Prom Night Remake. <laughs> Sorority Row, 2009. Sorority Row 2, Prom Night. Um, or is this, uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, 6? Oh, man, yeah. Fuck, this movie is a I Know What You Did Last Summer rip. Yeah. Without question. The original came before, so. Right. Um, because there was nothing like that in the original where the girls were led to believe that someone's out there knowing what they did right. and killing It's like, oh, some, you know, torturing them with, I'm going to release this information. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's just lazy. Yeah. For the remake. Yeah. Shame on you. <laughs> well, let's talk about it a little before we condemn them. Um, 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's an hour and 40 minutes, a little longer. Um, it's written by the, the two guys who have done Piranha 3D and Jigsaw. So, I mean, they're still working in horror. Yeah, and doing some yeah. respectable stuff. Sure. Um, starring, <laughs> I hate to even say starring. It's got a small appearance from Carrie Fisher. Yeah, she's, uh, honestly, her screen time probably amounts to five minutes. And she has less lines than extras in this movie. Yeah. Um, and the other... But having said that, <laughs> she fucking kills it. Well, yeah, she carries the scenes that she's in. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, she fishes she, for it, she, and then she carries it. She carries Fisher, the scenes that she's in. Um, and also Rumor Willis is in mm. it. The beauty. And the beast. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the raw beauty of Rumor Ooh. Willis. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so I think for this one it's beneficial to just mention who the girls are because, like I said, at least they have defining personality traits. For well, better or worse. Yeah, ones, yeah, for better or worse, for sure. But... For ease of going through this, you start with Chugs. No, <laughs> Cassidy is our main, our main hero, our main heroine. Um, Who I'll be referring to as Rashidia Jones. Rashidia. Rashidia. Uh, Jessica is the bitchy one, the mean one, mm-hmm. who nobody likes. She's like over the top. Yeah, over the top, stereotypical. All these characters are so fucking there stereotypical. Were s- some elements, except. The main yeah, chick. Cassidy. She, yeah. She's the most fleshed out Cassidy for yeah, sure. She's supposed to be just an every girl kind of thing. Yeah. But the original ones had these stereotypes, but they, I mean, the Garfield poster girl was Chugs. <laughs> yeah. Mike's favorite is Chugs. I love Chugs. You love Chugs. Chugs. She's not my favorite. Chugs is the alcoholic and the slut. Yeah. She's just like, in every scene, she's either just pounding drinks or trying to get Pound somebody to flesh. screw her. Yeah. Um, and then the other two important women are Megan, who's the one who ends up dead. So important in this one is that they don't kill the house mom. Yeah. Carrie Fisher is the house mom. Can't kill her. She's holding. She's desperately holding the movie it together. It would have been better if she would have been killed, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So instead he they they probably was begging to be killed. Yeah. They kill one of the other sisters instead by accident. But she they don't even kill her. Her Chuck's brother. Chugs brother Chugs. Chugs's brother Garrett. Anyway, so Megan is the sister that they kill. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it. Cassidy, Jessica, Chugs, Chugs, <laughs> and Megan. There's yeah. a couple others, but well, you didn't mention uh, Meat Face. Oh, Rumor Willis. Yeah, yeah, Rumor. I don't remember what her name was. In the Ellie. Movie. Ellie, maybe. Ellie, maybe. I'm just gonna call her Rumor. Ellie, maybe. Because that's not a name, man. Rumor. No. No. <laughs> no, it's not a human being. All right. Movie opens. Massive house party. Uh, Carrie Fisher playing house mother, Mrs. Crenshaw. She's drinking in the kitchen. Um, she, says, she says one word in this, and then she doesn't appear on screen again for another. Yeah, it's like the opening credits of a just a long cracking shot <laughs> yeah, she's going through the there. house, and she says, get out of here. Yeah. So this is where the crux, the, the plot of the movie starts pretty much right out of the gate. I give this movie credit for just starting. They don't really waste a lot of time. Yeah, but it's a long movie. Yeah, I know. Well, at least they got off to it. But so six of the of the sorority sisters out of the seven, um, they roofie their friend, Megan, the girl who ends up dead. They roofie her as a prank to prank... <laughs> brother Chugs. The brother. Chugs' brother, Garrett. They're brother like, Chugs. oh, he's going to think that he killed, that she's dead. They because he out. cheated on her. Oh, yeah. But that's, yeah. Anyway. So they're like, oh, they're going to, you know... She's, yeah. You ah. killed her. Yeah, hilarious. So they, he they freaks out, obviously. Goddamn far. Yeah. He freaks the fuck out. They're all driving. He's like just hysterical <laughs> that he killed. Not not in the least bit, you know, suspicious about all the other girls. They're totally like just stone faced. They don't care. Yeah, they're just doing a bad job. So they pull over to the side of the road to bury the body. They're clearly taking a this just quarry kind so of fucking unnecessarily far. Yeah, like they get her out and lay her on the ground and everything. They're like, yeah, and then Jessica, the the, the bitchy one, is like, everybody look for rocks so we can bash her to death. Yeah. They're like, bash her and body then leave up. the body alone. Well, she's alive and conscious this whole time. Oh, yeah, she's just laying there now. Yeah, she, she wasn't actually roofied. He thinks he roofied her so he can get... Sex off of her. Right. Terrific. Sex off of her. Yeah. Do cool. sex on her. Yeah. <laughs> but they just gave her some vitamin B. Oh, yeah. And it was revealed that this, you know. It's a hilarious prank. prank. Yeah. What a hilarious prank. Yeah, so she's alive this whole time. Yeah. So he takes a tire iron. Well, then she gets laid on the ground and she takes her flip phone out in 2009. Oh, yeah. And starts recording what stupid, herself. stupid, yeah. Yeah. I forgot she's recording the whole thing. It's Nobody important. knows. It's so important and so stupid. Yeah. So she records as Garrett takes a, a like a four-pronged tire iron and jams it into her chest. Yeah, to let the air out of her lungs so she can float. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot that was the reason. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> I mean, we're overlooking the fact that he did a decent job with his acting in that. Yeah, I thought he was good the whole movie. He yeah. comes back once or twice. And... Yeah, he did good. Yeah. He did good. You did good, kid, yeah. The other one's not so much. Maybe Chugs. Chugs is cool. Here's to Chugs. Here's to you, Chugs. Um, oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so Chugs has the worst death, though. Yeah. I was actually thinking about Chugs earlier today. Oh, my God. I Get was. off of Chugs, I will swear you? to God, I was thinking about it. It was bothering me the way she does. We'll get it there, though. It was the sound. Let's, let's, let's wait. I don't want to think about it yet. Um 
they're all pleading their cases about why you know, they're so rich and privileged and all these horrible things will happen to them if they if their parents find out they murdered their friend. Ugh. It's it's basically none of them are likable except Chugs. <laughs> Chugs is the most dislikable. Dislikable? Dislikable isn't a word. All right. There is Chugs. It's not a name. So Cassidy, our main our main gal, is, she's not on board with the cover-up. She wants to call the cops real bad. So the other girls decide, hey, you know what? If you tell if you tell the cops, all of us are just gonna say you did it. So you better not. Is Chugs her Christian name? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's from the Bible. It must be a family name. Yeah. It's from Revelations, I think. Yeah. Like a six horned demon, Chugs. The Lord laid upon Chugs. <laughs> all right. Gifts. Eight months later. Graduation day. Mm-hmm. Everyone's forgotten. Yep. Except Cassidy. This is where it follows. It's just, I know what you did last summer exactly. Yeah. It's, instead of, yeah, it's just well, like. Well, I mean, we've been following it since the beginning, yeah. pretty much. It's it's just like, man, they're all just, you know, moving past it. Um, I haven't seen that movie in probably 20 years. Yeah. And it it still feels like the that movie. So I'm sure there are more similarities that we don't remember. Sure. So shame on them. <laughs> um, shame. Cassidy is with her boyfriend elsewhere, and he reveals ah, that she elsewhere. hasn't spoken with the other sisters in a while. So they're not on good terms. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they see each other from across. Yeah, so her and her family go to the house, the sorority house that presumably she hasn't been staying in, and uh, they see everybody, I guess, for the first time. They're all weird about it. Um <coughs> Megan, the dead girl, Megan, her sister Maggie shows up, her younger sister. Sister Maggie. Everyone freaks out. Rumor rumor Willis freaks out and passes out about it. It sweats from her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, the girls then just get a text message with a picture of a tire iron as an omen, as a sign. Yeah, not really an omen. No. Just, hey, we know what you did last summer. Oh, man. I'm looking at my shit here. And th- okay, so they make this big deal about... Uh, Mrs. Crenshaw, Carrie Fisher, giving out these like chain link bracelets to yeah, every girl. Yeah, I remember girl. saying while well, watching that, that better come into play. It didn't though, did it? It did. When oh. she fell through the hole in the floor, her that bracelet got caught and kept her up. Oh, sweet Jesus. It came into play in the most insignificant way they could have. It's like they forgot about it and said, oh, shit. Take me now, Lord. <laughs> Carrie Fisher's going to be pissed. <laughs> Why did we film that scene with her? <laughs> we wasted so much time. <laughs> All right, so the party begins, and uh, now Chugs, Chugs gets it. Chugs, Chugs. is demise. Chugs goes to Dr. Rosenberg's house. Although, before, when they're at the house, there's a lot of things going on throughout this movie. Before parties, getting ready for parties, planning parties. And there's always one of them just off doing something, not helping in the slightest. Yeah. And in this case, it was Chugs who was trying to have sex with a freshman who was, which was my favorite scene with Chugs, except for her death, maybe. Mm-hmm. When you remember when they yeah. were in the scene, and he didn't, he, he didn't just want like it. vomit. He goes, "That's the guy I threw up, but now I have a mint." <laughs> and, and then she tries to get sex on the counter, and he's like, "Oh, I forgot to wear underwear." It's just gross. <laughs> he didn't like it. Yeah, poor Chugs. Yeah, no, not poor Chugs. No, Chugs has had her fill. 
So after that, Chugs goes to the, a doctor's house. I don't, I don't know understand why she was be. going to see a do- was it a sex doctor? I don't <sighs> know because she didn't. She didn't really seem like she wanted the sex. No, but. he was tied to the bed when she walked in, and he's like, "Hey, why don't you come over here and yeah, he was do something about it?" And she's like, "Fine." Yeah, so she goes into the bathroom, I guess, just oh, to prepare herself. She went there, I think, so she could get some prescriptions. Mm-hmm. That's he's not a good doctor, is he? No. Well, he dies seconds later. What? <laughs> he's not, he unhandcuffs himself because he hears someone, you know, come into his house, I guess, and he gets a tire iron thrown into his skull. Yeah, that four pronged tire iron has been modified. Yeah, yeah. it's got like knives on it and points and yeah, like weird spikes. Yeah, it also like folds up real small now. Yeah, maybe so, it's an actual weapon. I don't know. I just keep calling it a tire iron. It is because that's what it was. What he used, but he just changed it. Hmm. So, um, and we get our first cool kill with chugs. No, with, with the, the doctor, doctor getting it through the head. He just whips that tire iron from across the room, yeah. right into his head. Yeah, that's cool. Cooler um, than a cane through the neck. Well, hey, I mean, anything's cooler than that after the seventh time. Um, chugs somehow doesn't see the body at all, or the blood that's sprayed everywhere. Yeah, so she just goes and lays on the couch about it and starts drinking a bottle of wine. Yeah, a weird bottle shaped. A weird bottle of shape. Weird bottle of shape. Weird bottle of shape. <laughs> English, I'm not so good. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> the killer comes over her and just like takes the iron and hammers the bottle into her throat. Yeah, a couple of like times. Like three, three or four good yeah, hammers. Like, so it's halfway down her throat. Yeah, her like throat like distends and it's making yeah. all these horrible crunching sounds. And then sounds. he slits her throat and the blood gurgles up into the bottle. Oh, yeah. That's I think cool. I had blocked that part. Yeah. You're too busy. Tears in your eyes from the death of Chugs. No. Why Chugs did she have demise. to go so early? Because she was a bad character. Ugh. Not worse than Rumor. Well, that's not a character. That's a Shit. pet. It's a monster. <laughs> um, Those talking animal pictures. Oh, man. So there's like long shower scene now. There's a lot of tits in this movie. It, the... The front half is tit heavy. Yeah. <laughs> By the time the party's over, there's nothing left. Not even the party's not over yet. Yeah. The part where he said, the guy tries to... Because we meet a lot of boyfriends in this movie. None of them are important. No. And the motivation of the killer in this is pretty shitty. Yeah. It's not someone's relative, the person who died. It was It was her boyfriend, uh, Cassidy's boyfriend, who I called at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. First scene we saw him, I said, the valedictorian. The valedictorian, yes. That's what I said. I said, he did it. Yeah. He he was creepy and suspicious. Yeah. So that guy did it. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. Anyways, he's doing it to protect Cassidy because he's in love. Right. Yeah. He he And so he kills anyone who knows about the death. That's his plan. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll kill everyone, and then you'll be free from this this burden of, of, of whatever. Yeah, of having this hanging over your head. Yeah, even though it'll be ten times worse yeah, after all so your friends are dead. Died. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a, a girl uh, who's hiding in a shower, is this, she's not supposed to be in the senior showers. Oh, that's so stupid. There's a lot of stupid shit in this. Yeah, a lot of like dumb college shit. She uh, hears two of the girls talk, like talking about 
Megan being dead and having killed her and everything. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter anyway because she gets a tire iron knifed through the chin. Yeah. In the shower. Yeah. Um, so now they start getting, like, more I Know What You Did Last Summer, like, hints and clues. Like, Rumor sees the dead girl's jacket, the jacket they used to wrap her up. She sees it in the basement. Yeah, and then she tries to communicate with the other girls. <laughs> yeah, using clicks and sounds. Know, and barks. Yeah. Um, they They assume it's Garrett, the guy who... Chugs his brother who killed Megan with the he's, thing in the first place. Because Chugs before she passed R.I.P. Yeah, poor Chugs. Uh, Chugs said that he, since it he kind of went off. He's been a little weird. Yeah. Well, can you blame him? I mean, for God's no, sakes. He, he got tricked into killing He should have killed them all. I wish it was him. <laughs> I, wish it was, I wish it was him instead of Chugs. No. Oh. No, I wish he was the one killing everyone. Oh, okay. He has the motivation. Sure. It's not him. No. Um, it's that other guy whose name I don't know if we ever know or care about. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of dudes in this movie that don't matter. Nope. You gotta say that for this movie. There's not a lot, both of these movies, there's all female characters, strong female characters. Yeah. Not. The guys are just horrible. Right. It's not like I any guys that, like, let me take charge. I don't think they'd be able to make this movie even nine years later. Sure. Especially in today's climate. <laughs> Um, anyway, the graduation party starts, um, one of the girls and her boyfriend break up. It doesn't really matter. He only exists to get killed, but he gets killed in a cool way. He, uh, goes upstairs, runs into the killer and, uh. Because they're doing construction on part of the house. He tries to throw himself head first down a, like a dumbwaiter, I guess, right? I think it's a laundry chute. Laundry chute. Tries to throw himself down head first. Doesn't. stuck. Yeah, gets stuck like an idiot. Yeah. Fucking Winnie the Pooh's it. Yeah, just his butt sticking out. Yeah. And uh, the killer takes the, you know, pointed well, tire it, iron. And yeah. it's stuck in the wall. It's stupid, but he turns it. Yeah. Tire iron. So the other end of it goes, the knife goes through it and into the guy's chin. It's, yeah, it's hard to even describe that. It's stuck in the wall. Like and he's he like, rolls it yeah, up he's the like wall. Yeah, he's like turning it in the wall. Stupid. Yeah. But he gets him. Also, I, I hated that, like, he can't see the dude, obviously. The dude's stuck in a wall. So he's just blindly he turning. He turns it once and that's it. Yeah, oh, dead. Got him. How would he even know that? I feel like he would have just pushed him down the dumbwaiter. He would have died. Probably. He was going head first. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. I mean, it was a good kill, though. And that body stays in the wall the rest of the movie, yeah, which is great. Funny. Every time they're in that room, you can just see his legs sticking out of the Until wall. they pull it out and then his body falls down. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the end. Um, so... Cassidy, the hero, Jessica, the bitch, they find his body and right away get a text message with the video shot from Megan's phone that night. So you can see them all there. You see her die. And this is where they go back to the murder site? Yeah. So they get a, they get a text message saying, this video is going to go live in 20 minutes. Um, so they drive back there, like you said. Garrett shows up. He's got his wrists all yeah, slit up like and stuff. Yeah, like he to kill himself. But he also got one. They hit him with a car. Yeah. The bitch does. Right, Jessica does, yeah. She runs him over, and they look at his phone, and he had the same text that they got. So, ooh, it wasn't him. Oh, no. Yeah. And then Cassidy goes down to find the body to make sure it's not... Megan. Megan. Did we even mention that they dumped Megan's body in a well at the beginning? Yeah, they dumped her in a well. (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll just drop that in at the beginning. She, she's in a well. Yeah. So Cassidy gets lowered in, yeah. and somebody wrote in, in blood at the bottom. I know uh, what you did last time. <laughs> basically, yeah. they wrote Theta Pi must die, uh, written in blood. Mm-hmm. And so then they, you know, pull her back up and they leave. Yeah, and then they go back, back to, to the house. house. Yeah. And the party's over. <laughs> yeah. And now it's just, a, you know, kills in quick succession. This yeah. movie is the exact opposite, I feel like, because every kill is pointlessly unique, yeah. like over-the-top unique. Yeah, like the one who dies with the bubbles. That's what, Yeah, that's the next thing. Because so, she, she's the one that during the setup of the party just decided to have sex in broad daylight with her boyfriend <laughs> in, the in the hot, hot tub, tub and yeah. she dumps a bunch of bubbles, bubble bath in it. And right. It blows up and that ends the party. Yeah, the hot tub overheats or whatever. Yeah. And there's bubbles. The whole backyard's filled with bubbles. Yeah, and then she dies from that. Oh, yeah, yeah she's the one that gets the flare Yeah, the so she gets dragged into the bubbles. Um, this is cool. Cassidy, like, runs out after her and she has the original cane. She yeah. has the cane from the first movie, yeah. which is cool. Nice nod. Yeah. Um, so she runs out there. She sees her the girl's body in the bubbles and she has a flare, like, on and shoved in her mouth. Yeah. And her, like... Face and neck melting. are melting. That was kind of cool. Yeah, but then it, they well, they lingered on that shot too long and you could see the terrible CGI. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Megan's sister, the one who's Maggie, the one from earlier, um, the dead girl's sister, sorry. Uh-huh. She is fucking Jessica's boyfriend for some reason. She hates her. She's like being real mean to her the whole movie. Yeah. Saying she just like she's not aware that no, she's just saying weird like cryptic things to her. Yeah, like, like we're supposed oh, to think maybe it's her. Yeah, see that's the thing. If there were red herrings in that original, like that blind date, we didn't really know it because they weren't pushing it as hard. Yeah, these are very. This movie is not subtle in any way at all. No, um, so they have a big fight, and Carrie Fisher shows up for her final moments and here with a shotgun. Her that they killed. Megan. Megan. So everybody knows now. Everyone who's alive knows. At least the people who die in this movie are the ones who know. Yeah. Because it turns out it's revealed here that all of them except Cassidy has revealed to their significant other. <laughs> right, that they did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Carrie Fisher, the badass, just says, you guys hide in here and I'll go find this guy and kill him. So she tries. And yeah, she's taking a lot of she with her shotgun, just yeah. shooting up the place. Yeah, I mean, she get, almost gets him a few times, but like the gun jams the last second, and he just like he shoves a table on her, and then she falls and she kind of pushes back into the knife. Yeah, and then she has a heart attack on a plane. Yikes! All right, it's very very unsatisfying. Yeah, extremely. The only interesting character dies in the worst way. Yeah. Um. Right after this, the killer just like throws a Molotov cocktail in the house. Well, he throws it at uh, at Maggie. Yeah, yeah. Who um, for some reason doesn't leave. Yeah, she ends up getting trapped by the fire. Right. So the whole house is on fire. The trees outside are on fire. Yeah. Everything is on fire, and she's trapped. Yeah. She's. It hits and explodes a little bit just to get the curtains on fire. She could leave, no. but no, she somehow, like a dog, gets trapped in the house. <laughs> she just waits for it to consume everything. And yeah, what's the matter there? with her? She deserves to die. Unfortunately, not everybody dies in this. Yeah. Because now it's revealed who did the killing, right? Well, so first, Jessica, the bitch's boyfriend, who's like this big meathead guy... 
uh, shows up and he like captures oh, yeah. Jessica and Cassidy. He's like, kind of supposed to think that he's the one doing right because he's being real aggressive about it. Yeah. Um, but they they bash him with a fire extinguisher. Um, they don't use it to put out the fire. Right, and then they find this is stupid. They see Megan's like decaying body in the shower in the bathroom. Yeah, it doesn't even really affect him. They look at it and they're like, "Oh man!" And then they. But that killer was real mad. He took the time to get that <laughs> yeah. body. Like, there's there was no reaction from them past, like, oh, dude. Ah, oh, shit. A body. It's not going here. Yeah. Um. So Cassidy's boyfriend now, the guy who we know is the killer, he shows up and axes um, the fake killer to death. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it wasn't him, even though we only thought it was him for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, I never did. I was um, convinced it was the other guy. Yeah. But the girls don't even know yet. They're like, oh, my hero. And until they see that he has the tire iron thing in his fucking pocket, <laughs> folded up in his pocket. And they're like, oh, dude, was it you? And he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> and he takes it and he stabs it through Jessica's like mouth. Well, first he explains everything that happened. Ugh. Like he was doing it all for Cassidy. Right. That he, you know, he loves her so much. Like we said. He just yeah. wants to be free. with her. He keeps and, saying he wants her to be free. Yeah. And so he's killing everyone that knows. Yeah. And so together they'll kill the last one. Which is Rumor Willis. Ooh. And then what's her... And then Jessica is just... Bop, 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 and then that's when she gets it through the mouth. Yeah. He like sticks her to the wall with it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But that's good. it. Yeah. And then... Uh, yeah. And yeah, then so now the there's a thing. struggle. Cassidy tricks him. She's trying to get away, but... Yeah. It's she, just real stupid. Yeah. Saying they'll kill Ellie, and then yeah. she she knocks him out with a lamp, but like he's only knocked out for like a second. So he comes downstairs where Maggie and Cassidy yeah. are Jesus trapped. Jesus Christ, everything's on fire. <laughs> yeah, they're both just trapped in this one room still that's on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, then Ellie and, just runs off, yeah, being no help gone. to anyone. The dude takes his little tire iron knife thing, ties a rope to it, is whipping it at them from across the room. Pulling it back. Yeah, because they're trapped by the it fire. Again. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Oh, it's so stupid. It's stupid, but in that situation. <laughs> I guess. Or he could go and get the gun that he knows exists. And... Yeah. Um, this is where, Kat, because of the structural damage from the fire, Cassidy falls through the floor. Her Catching stupid her. chain link bracelet catches. Um, he's about to you know, do her in mm-hmm. when uh, Rumor Willis shows back up with a gun and shoots him. Yeah. And he falls back through the floor. You see him burn. That's a pretty crappy way to die, too, for yeah. a killer. Yeah. End of movie. Well, yeah, then we then get they... Rush Week. 15 months well, later. Well, first they walk out of the burning <laughs> house, all three of them, Stupid. with a real bad music montage. Yeah, it's like slow motion, and they're all, like, you know, glistening and scantily yeah. clad. Yeah. Well, only the one who is boning. <laughs> boning. Mother, sister Maggie. Yeah. 15 months later, Maggie's in the sorority. She's singing a song. With no one watching. Yeah. It had to be a Rush Week thing. And the last, the final scene is we see Garrett's arm. Yeah, we we just know see it his wrist because of the slit and wrist. And he's holding like a weapon. And he's, so he's here. End of garbage movie. Yeah, it wasn't great. No. It wasn't great. No, it wasn't. It was pretty bad. Like, I thought this was supposed to be a good remake, but it wasn't. No, I mean, it really wasn't to the point where, like, yeah, I don't know. It was just incredibly forgettable. It felt exactly like every other movie from that period of remakes. Mm-hmm. Which, like, 
you, you just hope that like, all right, well, if this one, if people like this movie, that it's got to be a step above those. It has to be a step above the prom night and the My Bloody Valentine remake. See, that's the thing. They did this one because apparently prom night remake was wildly, not wildly, but very successful. Sure. And I mean, it's similar. It's very similar. It's similar targeted audiences with the, those two movies. Wow. Sure. And people doing podcasts for remakes. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, small market. Yeah. But we're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. Like, I mean, we've beaten this to death, but they took everything like Interesting. smart and original out of that and just turned it into, I know what you did last summer. Mixed bad, with, I know what you did last yeah, summer. Mixed with all the terrible remakes from the late 2000s. Yeah. And well, I mean, yeah. It exists. People don't Do you think it was it. better than the Prom Night remake, though? Because that movie was no, almost unwatchable so. to me. I think the Prom Night remake was so bad. Yeah. There, there like, was no Because the direction and camera work in this was at least passable. And sure. The acting was okay. Yeah, I mean, like the, like we said, the Cassidy, the main woman, I thought she was a phenomenal actress yeah and garrett garrett was great yeah um other Brother than like Chuck's, the, yeah Michelle other than the piece. bad bad stereotypes for those poor characters yeah all right let's let's answer some questions dude you got it man wow all right first things first does the remake stand up to the original no that's a no-brainer doesn't no we i mean yeah we've covered that There's not even nothing close. to say about it it's a it's just a stupid stupid movie for, yeah. for stupid people. <laughs> Tell us why that you like it. If you're out there and you love this movie, send us a message. We want to know. Yeah. What about this movie gets you going? Yeah, if you can learn to use a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Second question. Should it have been remade at all? Or was this remake a mistake? It was absolutely a remis- re- remake. It was mistake. a remistake. A remistake. You don't think that... Um, that there's any any good. um anything positive could come out of a remake to Hassan Sorority Bro? No, I think because no, there's no way they should be able to remake it properly. It's probably similar to the response we had to the Black Christmas uh question in that now that it's out there, now that it's been done, mm-hmm. that type of movie probably can't be successful again which is why the remake changed so much this one more so i think because of the i know what you did last summer angle right it's It's like too similar yeah this is a story that worked really well in 1983 um but it's 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 too late for it now it's too too cut and dry of a story it almost the original almost feels like a really bad mystery movie like an agatha christie story sure don't don't say Agatha Christie's got anything bad about it. No, I'm not. I'm, it's a bad act <laughs> yeah. story of hers. Like somebody tried to rip her off. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, rest in peace. it also feels it also feels like it could be like a made for TV movie kind of thing, like a like a two night special event, The House and Sorority Row. Yeah, maybe on ABC. My ABC. I don't know. Okay, felt right at the time. Yeah. And then I, that's probably, at the end of the day, why they had to change so much in the remake. Because it's like, well, this story, as it stands, is not going to appeal to a 2009 audience. I think they changed the wrong things well, sure. in the wrong way. I mean, way. they obviously did. But I think <laughs> but I, I am agreeing with what you said. Is like, this movie would not. I don't think it could be remade now, successfully. So I think it was a good one-off movie. Thank yeah. God they didn't. Make a well, thousand I don't know sequels. if they actually made a sequel. I think they did. Hmm. Yeah. At least it didn't get like a you know fifty year franchise out of it or something. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm excited for the new Halloween, though. Oh, yeah. Damn. I'm trying not to be as much. I really hope that doesn't let me down. I shouldn't even have said that out loud. That's why I'm trying not to. <laughs> it's, I mean, there are a lot of things that don't make too much sense about it. Like, I'm intrigued about John Carpenter. John Carpenter's ramblings about it's an alternate yeah, they're like retconning, so it, it takes place after the first one or something. It's like the second so, one doesn't exist anymore. The second one is, it's fine. Yeah. I don't think it's great. But they're just pretending that that didn't happen. It's a good sequel, but it's just, I don't know. It's interesting because in, they knew that remaking the first Halloween again wasn't going to work. Yeah. So it was like, what else can we do that's closer? So it's like, we'll pretend that... We'll start over we'll after the first one. the sequel. Right. The first one is so iconic. It's like, let's just assume that that exists still. Mm-hmm. And we'll just keep start over from that point instead of starting over at the beginning. So it's it's kind of a smart move. We haven't seen that before. No. I'm, I'm very, very interested. I wonder if this will, if it does extremely well, if it will kick off other things. Yeah, like other similar styles. Like, I wonder what they could do with a Friday the 13th. Starting maybe. over from like after the first one again? That one might be hard because you can't really... Because the only logical thing is to maybe not have Jason in it. Yeah, that's tricky. Yeah, have the ending like, oh, it was a, a hallucination or whatever. Yeah. The the yeah that movie would just be like just a happy summer camp then. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, the monsters meatballs. are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth meatballs. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, dude. You got anything else to say? Nah. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Head over to uh, wolfbaneblooms.com. We got some cool stuff up there. Uh, check out our sister podcast, Another Night at Camp Blood. Um, we are on iTunes, Google Play, under the remake mistake. Check us out. Subscribe. Uh, you know, give us ratings, comment, whatever you want to do. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.